Restaurant Punk. Restaurant Punk. What's up, Nick? What's going on, Yanni? How you doing? Good. How are you? Who's that over there? I don't know. That's a new friend. Hello, friend. Us? Hi. New friend. <laughs> Do you know that friend actually means asshole in a kitchen? Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Oh, really? No. Yes. I mean, it's like, what's the uh, Southern one where they like, oh, bless your heart. Like, they don't actually. They don't actually mean heart. that, right? No. It's just because <laughs> when somebody calls you friend in a kitchen, right. that notoriously means you're a asshole i did you not screwed up i did not mean that in any <laughs> regard it's okay friends i guess can you introduce yourself please i'm emily i um i'm a jack of many trades mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where should it be here this is good Doing great. Doing great. Emily, what do you do? You're jack of what i don't know i'm better behind the computer that's what i normally do is just like hang out at my house do stuff were you reluctant to come here today? I mean, it wasn't my first choice. It was second? Third or fourth. Third maybe? or fourth? Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> we'll take fourth. We'll take fourth. It's okay. It's I mean, spending time with you guys is always great. I don't really like cameras. Are you just saying that? No. No? No. Okay. Oh, it's just Nico's anniversary, too. I meant to say happy anniversary. Uh, Nico's anniversary? Happy anniversary. Fact check. Happy. Is it Nico's anniversary? It was like <laughs> it two was? days ago, yesterday. Congratulations. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, you were introducing yourself. Emily? Yeah, I'm Emily. Jack of um, trades. Uh, I started with Care Restaurant Group when I was like 15. I, I What did you do when you were 15? Well, I waitressed down the street at a restaurant that shall not be named. Okay. That was notoriously out of everything. <laughs> um, and so I being the youngest uh, person at the establishment. Right. I was always the one that was sent down the street to George's place to beg for like, you know, just to. Jar, this is true. Jar of I olives. Remember. And like, who was working in the kitchen back then? For you guys? Yeah. Do you oh, remember? you. That's right. Me. Yeah. I was working in the kitchen. Yeah. And me. so I'd be like, hi, Yanni. I'd be like, what the f- do you want? I'd be like, you know, just like <laughs> everything you have, <laughs> please. So you do have restaurant experience, I yes? I do, just a little bit. So I was working down the street and then they closed that restaurant that okay. winter. Correct. And Kara Restaurant Group moved in. Yes, we did. And I was taking a little stroll down the street with my mom mm-hmm. one winter evening. And I saw Peter in there working. And I went inside and I said, Peter, um, you bought my job. I, <laughs> I, I need you to hire me, please. And he was like, um, and my right, brother right. Peter said, uh, OK, and here we <laughs> are today. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Emily, jack of all trades, worked at. YB and George's place. YB, George's, Shimon, Pano. Pano. And have you guys ever met? No. Have you two ever formally met? We met briefly. This is the first time on camera right now. Briefly at TEDx. We met, we we did a little high bye. Oh, at TEDx? TEDx? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I did miss that, right? You did. I wasn't there. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. You were missed. I was missed? Yeah. Okay. Which brings me to my topic. I have a topic. Can't wait. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is, but I have a topic in my head. It's not an actual topic. It's more of a statement. And I'd like to kind of play off that statement. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Emily mentions she is, she mentioned that she is the jack of all trades. How would you word that, that you're the jack of all trades? I try to explain to every body what you do. And I don't think I do you any justice <laughs> because Care Restaurant Group does not exist without you. So could you touch on some things when it comes to any multiple restaurant owners, any uh, anybody that's thinking of expanding, 
whether you have five <clears throat> restaurants or a hundred restaurants or whether you have any kind of business, like how would you uh, just break it down for the people in our group and also the watchers or listeners? The question is what I do. <laughs> is that, was that a question or a statement? <laughs> statement yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. feel like I try to explain to everybody sure. what Emily actually does. And I right. feel like I, 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 Maybe I maybe I get ten percent there. I feel right. like there's a whole other ninety percent, and like I feel now that Emily's too. here and on camera, <laughs> <laughs> because I think that would bring value not only to to everybody in our group, but like I said, anybody that's watching or listening, any of our audience uh, would help. If there's one thing you could pick out that sticks out more than anything, what would you say it is? That I do. That you do, as far as you and I converse a lot, and yeah. we make some decisions. Yes. Um, I think I try to be your devil's advocate, like just always be kind of the person that gives you the opposing scenario in your mind. So you'll be like, this is what we're doing and this is why, and this is going to get done now. And I'm like, "Mm, that's a great idea, but what if we did it this way? What if we asked someone else? Well, do we ever disagree? Always. Always. And I think that would be number one on my list. We constantly disagree on everything. And I think when you are the boss or, I don't know, the director of operations, you just want to be listened to and you want people to follow orders. And I think when it comes to creativity, we were just talking about a little while ago. I think with creativity, you need objectivity. Yeah, sure. you need. And I found uh, a complete balance with Emily to where I'll say one thing. Or she'll say the complete opposite. And somehow we compromise. But I don't always win because I like to choose my battles carefully. But this is over years and years of, you know, I'll point out number two. OK, let's let's talk about common sense and design is number one that we disagree. Number one is uh, disagree. I think I you think, should. I, I think that that's like something that got me in trouble a lot when I worked for you as a server. Correct. Is like I would look at you and be like, mm, don't agree. And you were like, I hate this. But then we removed ourselves from one another Correct. for a long time. Yes. <clears throat> and then I came back with a significant amount of marketing experience under my belt mm-hmm. A lot of time spent in hospitality that Mm -hmm. wasn't like mom and pop that was Mm -hmm. a bit more corporate. And then we came back to the table with a little bit more of a level playing field where you could look at me and be like, "Okay, you're not my employee. You're someone whose opinion I can actually value. And so my disagreeing with you turned from, oh, she's just being obstinate. She's just trying to pick a fight to, oh, she actually cares about my business she's coming at this from a different perspective and it's always with my best interest at heart. And so that's, I think why we're able to have those disagreements that are sometimes ugly, but then always get resolved. Mm -hmm. And we come back to the table and say like, okay, well this was maybe traumatic, but it was productive (laughs) and we came out better for it. So do you see what just happened there? I said, number one was disagree. And then I went on to number two and she said, wait, and that whole thing that she just said, like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Is that communication? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like another good way to kind of introduce you to everybody is you also provide like a service that's like a little more tangible 
for all of the members sure. of, so, of like the care restaurant group. Sure. So my so, primary job for care, I would say, is like brand management right? Um, and the website. And then everything else kind of trickles down from that. So like if there's a new restaurant, right, like mm-hmm. Yanni and I are going to talk about the name and then. I'm going to work with a graphic designer and come up with some logo iterations and go back to you guys and say, like, here's some ideas. Here's what we thought of menus, signage, right? All that sort of. So you Mm -hmm. are essentially trying to build consistency for the brand. You know why? Because consistency builds credibility. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't that just come up like 30 minutes ago? Yes, it did. Yes. So can you like really kind of like hone in? on like why the branding is so important and like what the general vision of the branding is. Branding is important because if you do it right, mm-hmm. even if your name isn't on something, your audience is going to recognize it as yours. Right. So when I started helping Yanni with the marketing stuff, we looked at the logos and I was like, there's absolutely nothing that ties these brands together. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of distinct logos. What would happen if we left all of their identity, allowed them to be individual and be unique, but used one unifying font that Mm -hmm. we tied through as whenever it says BYOB or whenever it has like a little subtext, it's that same font. So now, okay, it's a new restaurant, but that looks familiar to my eye. Right. Why is that? And now whenever someone's going to a different care restaurant group establishment, they're getting that continuity of the overarching brand right. while still getting the individuality of the unique business. Right. Correct. Yeah. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to talk like that. Cause I feel, yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't realize the importance of branding and then what actual branding brings to the table. Cause I have a little bit of a graphic design background myself. Yeah. So like just from, going to school and doing it on my own, you try to establish some form of continuity so that this way everything streamlines through so that this way, like you said, it's immediately recognizable across all platforms, all facets, all people can recognize that that is the brand, that is the umbrella exactly the main thing and like in person right but then so far your menus and your signs and all that but then also when it ties into your social media and your Mm -hmm. online presence right so you're not going and building a website on a free platform and not paying for the subscription because okay you can do that that's fine if you wanted to just get started but then if you really want it to be your brand now you have their logo at the bottom that says, you know, powered by XYZ and you have only a certain number of fonts you can choose from and they're not your font. Right. So now, okay, let's think about upgrading that subscription or building a custom site on WordPress where we can really get into using all your logos, using your photo galleries that you've built with a trusted photographer, using your font all the way through so that it's visually consistent there. Now, social media, You're making all these different graphics and Canva and other things like that are great tools, Mm -hmm. but they're also dangerous because they give you access to a million different designers interpretation of what branding is. And if you're just going in and going, I need a Thanksgiving graphic or I need a Columbus Day graphic or whatever it is. Sorry, Columbus Day is canceled. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Indigenous peoples. Anyway, you're going to end up with like a graphic with a turkey on it or like some crazy American (laughs) flag. Whereas if someone with a little bit of more of a design eye as yourself 
has, right? Like you're going to look at it and be like, well, maybe I should just use our colors. Maybe I, it's a George's place. We're sorry, we're closed for an event. Mm -hmm. We're just going to use a simple photo of the restaurant. We're going to put a little screen over it, increase the opacity. Right. And you know, now it's on brand mm -hmm. and everybody knows it. Right. Without knowing what branding is. That's right. God damn it. What do you think that's of it. that? How do you feel about that? I mean, it's go ahead. I mean, that's it's it, important. I, it's one of the most, it? I don't know. I, think I, it's I one fought of the most, it for so long, so I don't know. I mean, I just think that it's one of the most valuable things that you can have, especially if you are going to be an entity like we are. That right. Branding and all of it has to form together in order to form a cohesive. I really love the way you did the canvas canvas thing to where there's like, would you say like a thousand different? Yeah, I, I feel like it's hard. That's the first time too. I'm hearing it like that. And I'm right. like, yes. That's exactly right. It's hard to as like an individual, you know, owner of something because you're also trying to contribute in your own way. So right. if you only have a limited scope of what it is that you know how to do, mm -hmm. and then you are going to these tools because you're trying to, you know, do things as well, and you don't always necessarily have access to those like a more professional style tool, you know, and you're looking at these other things, it can be hard trying to bring in the cohesiveness. So I understand that there's. So I would like say a, my yeah. brand tip, my free marketing tip would be on Canva, you can build a brand guide mm -hmm. for your brand, right? So you can go in and adjust it so that it says, yeah, it has your font tied into it, your colors tied into it, your logo tied into it. And when you go to customize a template, you can apply your branding to that template and update it right? so that it's in line with your branding without you having to create it from scratch. Do you remember what we were doing before you stepped in? What you were doing? Yes. Uh, website were you, were you wise. Doing, uh, do you remember our original website? Yes. Yeah. Do, yeah. I don't want to talk about it either. Uh, our menus. The music. The music. Still haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's music on the landing page. You'd get to the website and it's. Yeah. That really bothered her. And I, I love the music on the landing page. I, I heard about the music before. You heard about the music on the yeah. landing page. Are you anti music on the landing page? Now we're talking five, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. No, you're not feeling it either. I mean, it's a whatever, cool, Nick. I mean, look, whatever. It's fine. Cool, I understand. No, it's a cool idea. No, but, but it was I cool. don't like jazz. It was like, you know, I was, I was happy. But it drove her <laughs> insane. I mean, I don't necessarily know that that's what I would have done for that. But I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a great idea. I'll, I'll, I, I, I know we didn't talk about all the things that you do, and I still feel like I'm doing it injustice. But when it comes to, it could be some of the the simplest things that nobody even like thinks of. And I feel like that's what Emily does. So, but if you had to put an umbrella term over what it is that you do for the care restaurant group, what would you say it is? Yanni's therapist. <laughs> After that, I would call her. Uh, do you know what Robert Duvall was uh, to uh, the Godfather? No, no, anybody? No, fact check. Robert Duvall was consigliere, right? Right. I, I sometimes need uh, advice. Mm -hmm. And not from, uh, you know, there's trust there because like she said, she worked with us and her best interests mm -hmm. are for us to succeed. Right. So it's professional. Well, there, there, there's debating. There's right. debating. But I, I sometimes walk away. I, she, a lot of times walk away. I don't get right. When she pushes you for something, I mean, she's doing that for what? <sighs> she really doing believes it in it. For she the brand. Yes, she really Jeez, believes in so. it. And that means something to me because... Right. It's not just I'm right. It's like, uh, I believe it should be this way. So, you know, uh, the consistency part, it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So 
any of you entrepreneurs or restaurateurs, excuse me, that are going for growth, even if you have one restaurant and you want to go to two, I think it all starts in the beginning. And I think one of the one of the ways that we got off track was just like Emily said, you know, we have these different brands. Everything's just different. How do we tie it together? And and attribute to where we are now with 10, 11, 12 and uh, a couple different things going yeah. on. I think you've said it in like in other episodes about like your leases and and don't do it for a year, do it for five years, like have that faith in yourself. Right. So when it comes to your branding, I think it's the same thing. And look at it like it's going to be long term, like you're going to have multiple, mm-hmm. like you're going to be a franchised business and you want everything to be in line right. and ready to go to hand over to the person who comes in and just buys the name. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that way, you know, that if they take it, it's going to look exactly the same and it's not going to tarnish your reputation. Damn right. So what would you say to somebody that was like just getting started and they wanted to build a brand for themselves? And like, if they don't really know exactly what that means, what would the first steps for them be that you think that they should take? I think ask around in your network. I think there are really talented people close to you that you just don't know are able to do what they're able to do. And investing in your business and investing in your marketing doesn't have to mean spending seven bazillion dollars. It can mean sitting down with someone who's trying to start their marketing business or their branding business. And you know that they're going to be really dedicated to the cause because they're trying to build something, too. So they're going to be invested in themselves and their their success is now your success. Um, And I think that that. Yanni took a chance on me as a 15 year old server. And then also when I came to him in 2020 and said, I want to quit my job and I think I want to start a company. And do you think you would like maybe want to have me (laughs) totally redo your website? (laughs) And he did. And we did. And of course, and we have been approached in the past about that from numerous sources. And I'm like, just off, guys. Right. Just we're we're in the business of operating restaurants. You can attest to this. You're in your restaurant every day. All right, we're busy. We're in our restaurants. Sure. The website, it doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. And then, you know, Emily just like, well, maybe it's kind of important. So she kind of, <laughs> she kind of eased me into it because I was right. so against it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Uh, what's the saying in Greek? You got to have a uh, glue on your feet. In right. other words, everything else, just stay in your restaurant, work it, work it, work it, and you'll be fine. So I would say in closing that um, Emily helped me break the mold of my stubborn thinking and this is the way that it goes and it takes a lot for me personally to listen to somebody but that totally morphed into something to where i just say okay i value everything that you do so emily thank you thank you thank you you are restaurant pug nick i'm yanni it was kind of mellow episode it was was like too mellow i'm gonna let's get fired up (laughs) out. i'm yanni i'm emily nick out (laughs)